This is the official Waukee Community School District podcast, Talk the Walk, presented by Unity Point Health Des Moines. You are listening to the Talk the Walk podcast, the official podcast of the Waukee Community School District, presented by Unity Point Health Des Moines. My name is A.G. Ellingson, Communications Manager for the District, and we are joined today by Adrian Tao, the Executive Director of the Waukee Community Schools Foundation. So many things to talk about, Adrian, but first let's get to know you and your connection to the district. Why are you here and why is Waukee a place you choose to be? Yeah, thanks. Um, so I am born and raised in Urbandale. Grew up down the road, but when I was uh, growing up in Urbandale, Waukee was very much um, far away. It was not a place that, that we ventured out to very often. Um, and uh, after growing up in Urbandale, I left um, after college. Uh, have been out of Iowa for about 15 years, just moved back about a year ago, um, and now my entire family lives in Waukee. So um, when I moved back here to be close to family, um, Waukee was a, a place to uh, to spend some time. I, I don't have um, uh, any, any kids or, or nieces or nephews in the district yet, but in about a year, my nephew um, will start in the district. So Waukee made sense. Working with you and the foundation team is, is a highlight of my year. So I, I think it's, it's easy for me to see the magic that your team is doing. So let's just talk about, maybe in a broad sense, all of the unique features and, and the student impact that the foundation makes on a yearly basis. Yeah, absolutely. So one of the things that I think is um, really exciting right now about the foundation is just the ways that we are really intentionally and strategically growing and evolving. So um, can, I, can I give a little bit of our history? Um, Please do. Okay, great. So um, started in 1997 as a Dollars for Scholars organization, and for the first 25 years of our existence, we were uh, pretty much exclusively a scholarship organization. And in the last five years or so, um, board of directors uh, said, hey, you know what, this district is growing, um, and we're seeing a lot of opportunity here. What would it look like to expand beyond just a uh, scholarships organization? So about five years ago, um, the board and the staff at the time brought on the addition of classroom grants um, as well as professional development grants for employees across the district. And did that for a few years, had a ton of success. We saw a lot of um, really fun momentum in the district. And um, with that, since I joined uh, about a year and a half ago, um, we got to, to sit back again and say, okay, we are now one of the fastest growing school districts, not just in Iowa, but in the nation. Um, what does it look like for our foundation to become real and relevant um, to everybody in the district? And how do we take what we've been doing and, and make it even better and even bigger and, and our, our reach even farther? And so I, I share that history to say, um, in the last year and a half, we have taken a really hard look at um, what we have done, honoring our history and where we come from, and then taking a look at the way the district is growing and um, what it would look like to, to grow um, with the district and serve um, at the same scale that the district is, is growing. And so we have expanded pretty tremendously. We still do scholarships. Um, we have really ramped up our um, classroom grants. A couple of changes we made this year. One, um, we now offer the uh, classroom grants um, not just to classroom-based educators, but also to employees across the district. Doesn't matter what role you have, you can be um, you can be a bus driver, you can be a counselor, you can work at the district office. Um, doesn't matter what your role is, you now have access to our grants. We also um, created access for students, so now students can apply directly to the foundation for grants that impact their classroom. So um, I, I'll pause there. Um, I have more to add, but, but that's one of my favorite changes so far. 
those are great changes and changes that watching from the outside of have been tremendously successful. So congratulations on all of that. Okay, so let's talk about uh, what we've seen this school year. The 21-22 school year just wrapped up. Uh, take us through some of your favorite moments and things that you were able to uh, watch from the foundation lens. Yeah, absolutely. So um, the first thing that is probably most exciting to me, and, and, and it's exciting because it's meaningful and it's impactful, is one of the other additions we made this year is on top of um, classroom grants and expanding access to those, we now also um, provide finances where there is financial hardship um, or, or some kind of socioeconomic disparity, whether it's with a, a student, with a family, with a, um, a, you know, a situation in, in a classroom or across the district. And so we have um, taken on the opportunity to meet very real-time needs. So whether that is um, you know, making sure uh, kids have the winter clothes that they need to participate in recess, or it's um, you know, financially supporting a, a student or a family um, going through a crisis or a tragedy, um, it, you know, it's, it's paying for caps and gowns for students who would not be able to walk at graduation um, if, if they didn't have the financial support to pay for the, the cap and gown. Um, it's been uh, opportunities like providing large sum um, to the district to make sure band instruments are maintained and repaired, that new ones are purchased to make sure every kid has access to a band instrument. Um, and, and, you know, the list really goes on. Um, so uh, expanding our capacity to give and to serve where there's financial hardship has, has really meant a lot to us as a foundation um, as we've grown. And it's just listening to you list off that list. I mean, it's, it's everything. Like it's every part of the district. So I think that's a huge credit to, to you and the kind of the full encompassing approach that you've taken. Um, so I've got, I get to watch you kind of out in, at some of the events and it's, it's clear to me that it's important for you and the foundation to, to be there, not just to hand the money over, but to just to be there. Why is that? a big deal to you yeah thank you um well first just thanks i appreciate that that you you see us being present um and really what it comes down to is is we want to show up right so not just um as a foundation but just as as a human alongside other humans who are are opting into um, serving kids and, and families and communities every day. We want to be the organization that is present. We want to be the organization that is right alongside you and your colleagues, um, that is right alongside our, our students and um, their families. We want to be alongside the district in this work. And so we have worked really hard to just be a whole lot more present. Um, you know, this is a, a good time to mention that one of the other changes from an operational lens that we made this year is um, staff and board members and our volunteers are now all required to go through the background check process with the district. Um, and I share that here because as we um, look to our future, one of our goals is to be so um, deeply entrenched uh, into the work um, alongside the district. Um, and in order to do that, we wanna make sure that we are, are um, doing that in a way that allows us to serve at, at such, um, uh, such a, a, like a partnership capacity, um, you know, becoming, um, uh, becoming fully equipped, becoming fully resourced to truly walk alongside teachers, employees, students, and families. So um, to, to answer your question in, in summary, you know, it's, it's important to us to be present um, because um, we believe that well-resourced teachers, that well-resourced um, uh, professionals across the district 
um, well-resourced individuals who are serving our kids in classrooms every day. Um, if, if they are resourced, if they are supported, they are better equipped to resource and support our kids. And so our investment into um, district events, into district staff, is ultimately an investment in our students, um, making sure that um, the people who are, are showing up for our kids every day also have people showing up for them. Love that answer. You're listening to the Talk the Walk podcast. We'll be back with Adrian Tao, Executive Director of the Waukee Community Schools Foundation, in just a moment. But first, a word with the official sponsor of Talk the Walk, Unity Point Health, Des Moines. We're here with Caitlin Diamond of Unity Point Clinic Family Medicine, Waukee. Caitlin, tell us when a patient should go to urgent care and when they should go to express care. Yeah, urgent care um, is, you know, usually a little bit not all, usually a little bit more in depth and we want them to be in and out in about 60 minutes. So if you have like a small to medium cut or laceration, colds, ear infections, urinary tract infections can go there. Another good thing about urgent care is that they're able to see abdominal pain and do lab work and run some additional tests that express care isn't able to. Express care, their goal is to be in and out in about 30 minutes. So a little bit more quick in and out type of things. Colds, again, ear infections, urinary tract infections. Definitely want to do the more smaller cuts or lacerations. Ankle pain or any joint pain or injury really could go to express care or urgent care. Um, I would tell people to, to not go to express care for abdominal pain. That typically is better at an urgent care or, an express, or at the emergency room. That's Caitlin Diamond of Unity Point Clinic Family Medicine, Waukee. We are back with Adrian Tao, the Executive Director of the Waukee Community School Foundation. You recently unveiled the Impact Committee. Let's First, like, what is it? And two, why is it important and how will it impact everyone in the district? Yeah, so this is um, probably one of the things I'm most excited about for the future of the foundation. So the impact committee, to answer your first question, what is it? Um, to answer that, let me give you a little bit of background. So several months ago, I think it was November, December of last year, uh, we got a phone call from uh, the district's CFO, Sarah, and she said, hey, um, one of our high schools is um, spending a, a ton of, of money out of the athletic department budget um, to make sure that there is, is food in the refrigerators in the athletic department um, because there are some kids who are you know, taking advantage of, of the free breakfast, free lunch, but then they're not eating anything between their school day and you know, basketball practice or, or whatever their sport. And um, it, what she was finding was the staff at the high school um, were investing a ton, of, um, a ton of money, some of it their own personal money, to make sure that um, fridges were full, that kids had access to food after school. And she called and she said, you know, is there anything that the foundation could do to, to help us out with this? And I said, well, yes, absolutely. Um, and I said, you know, let me ask you a question. Are you looking for a, a kind of a short-term grant that would pay for the groceries for the rest of the school year? Or are you looking for a, a long-term sustainable solution? And she said, absolutely, the long-term sustainable solution. And uh, I said, great, you know, give me, give me a couple of weeks, I'll get back to you. I connected with Waukee Area Christian Services, who um, manage most of our area's food rescue process. Um, and then they do a phenomenal job of distributing rescued food. So that's like, um, you know, if, if a bagel shop doesn't sell all of their bagels in a day, they can, um, you know, get that. The, those extra bagels to an organization to distribute. So that's the concept of food rescue. They then distribute that, uh, you know, across our area. So I called Waukee Area Christian Services and I said, hey, what are the chances we could put the high school on, on your route? You know, make sure that some of that, that food rescue gets um, into the high school fridges. And they said, absolutely. And so what we started was two days a week, um, 
January through May, the fridges at the high school and the athletic department were filled with um, food from our community that was um, very much still good uh, and, and uh, now our students had access to it. What that did is, one, it filled the fridges. So every student athlete or, or student you know, who needed something after school now had access to food. Um, two, it, uh, you know, the, the district no, was no longer spending money on those groceries when we were able to find an existing resource. And then three for us as the foundation, it allowed us to serve the district in a way um, that wasn't necessarily monetary, um, but it was connecting them to resources that already existed in the community. And so, you know, that happened, and, uh, and then we started to get a, a couple of other phone calls like that. Hey, we need this resource. Can, can you help us out? You know, when we were able to be the ones to, to figure out how to find the resource in the community, get it plugged into the district, no money ever changed hands, but we were able to, to find solutions to, to opportunities. And after a couple of these, I, you know, I was like, man, like, we should really make this a thing. Yeah. Um, you know, this is, is such an incredible opportunity to um, serve the district to meet needs without it being dependent upon dollars. And so thus, the idea of the impact committee was born. And so um, what it's going to be is, uh, one, we will actually have a committee made up of board members and community members who oversee the process. But the, the kind of the crux of this impact committee is going to be built on, um, we are going to develop a massive, I hope, that's the goal, massive community-wide network of people who can get us plugged into resources um, it, you know, quickly in a timely manner every time we get one of those phone calls from the district. So the impact committee ultimately is going to be a network of people. Um, it doesn't have to be volunteer time. It doesn't have to be money. It doesn't have to be an in-kind resource. It, it could be any of those. It could be none of those. We just want a network so that whatever question comes out of the district, we are ready with a, a response. Ready to make an impact. Yeah, right? exactly. Awesome. Okay, let's break this next one down into two parts. Uh, grants and scholarships are kind of uh, the most maybe visible things that we see the foundation does. How do those impact students directly? Yeah, absolutely. So scholarships, uh, you know, of course, are, are uh, for our graduating seniors. Um, it is awesome to be able to honor our, our graduating seniors. We have a really unique scholarship program in that we don't ask for GPA. We don't ask for, you know, your, your resume of accomplishments. Um, we are looking for the kids who are actively changing the world for the better. Uh, you know, the questions that we ask through the application and interview process are um, not even about, you know, what do you want to be when you grow up? It's, it's very much like, who are you? How are you, you making a positive impact in the world? And, and what are you going to do to keep doing that, um, you know, over the next few years of your life? And so that program is, is really, uh, you know, it's, it's, as I've shared, it's, it's rooted in our history, um, but it's also uh, a really great way to honor the kids who grew up in our, in our community and in our district um, and uh, are doing it with the intention of living on behalf of, of others and living on behalf of positive impact in the world. The grants piece um, is a, a huge part of what we do. You know, financially, we invest more into our classroom grants, um, student grants, and, t and uh, district employee grants than any other impact area. And um, you know, the impact there is, um, gosh, I, I don't, I don't even know how to explain the impact. So it's everything from, the, you know, the the kid in the classroom who now gets to. Uh, learn how to code a robot um, because the foundation provided funds for for you know the the robots in their classroom. To it's the um, 
uh, a grant that we provided the district this year was um, to expand mental health resources in, in a few of our schools, as well as leadership groups at, at Prairie View. Um, and, and so it's, it's providing access to the kid who, you know, maybe doesn't understand their own leadership potential and we get to um, create programs that, that get to call out a kid out of themselves and, and you know, call into their, their leadership potential. Um, it's also opportunities like uh, we gave a large grant to the district this year to fund um, an activity bus that will get kids home after after school activities. So they found, uh, the district found that there was an obstacle to participation for kids who um, wanted to be in basketball or, or, or chess club or um, theater or whatever it was, but if they didn't catch the bus home after school, they weren't going to get home. And so what that did was prevented them from participating in after school activities. So what we've done is, is we've um, funded a, an activity bus, making sure that kids are able to get home after the after school activity. The reason that's important is it's, it's creating access to coaches, uh, to, to mentors, it's creating access to being part of a team, it's creating um, a sense of belonging to a club or, or to a group. It's, um, it, it's all of those positive youth development opportunities that um, may not exist if a child didn't have access to after-school activities. And so the impact of the grants, um, you know, not only is it to the individual child um, and as well as to our overall strategic goals across the district around sense of belonging and, and wellness and innovation, um, but it's also a resource for students and for teachers and employees across the district to know that if they have a, a big idea, if they have a, a bold idea, if they want to take a risk, that there is an organization in town who says, we see you and we're going to get behind you. Here's kind of what I've, I've learned is that when you walk into a building there's pro or into a classroom, there's probably someone or something in that classroom that's been tied to the foundation. Yeah. And I think that's a, a huge shout out to your team. Um, outside of foundations and grants, um, I know the foundation, there's, there's work outside of that sphere as well. So what, what else is on your plate? Yeah, so um, a lot of our work is fundraising, right? So um, a lot of our impact is made possible because, um, because we have dollars to spend. Um, we only have dollars to spend because we raise dollars. So um, a huge part of our work is, is fundraising. Um, but uh, you know, that piece aside, um, we are actively getting plugged into the community in, in ways that um, we hope mean something. So it's, it's um, y y we talked earlier about um, just being present in buildings and at events and um, wherever our service can, can be utilized. You know? So whether it's the, um, the high school environmental club emailing us and, and saying, hey, we've got a cleanup day, can you invite the board? Um, you know, and, and figuring out how to, how to get plugged in um, in opportunities like that or it's sitting down with community members and, and talking about um, the, the strength and the power of, of being part of this district and figuring out how to get more businesses plugged into who we are and what we do, not just from a donor perspective, but um, you know, the more uh, business partners, community members, um, you know, people who don't have kids in the district, the more our community at large is plugged in to the um, success of the district, the better we are as a community. So some of our other work is, is sitting down with business owners. Uh, here's, here's a fun example. We, we sat down with um, Zach, the owner of, of Kinship, and Pete, the owner of Barntown, 
about a year ago and, and said, hey, we really, uh, you know, as we're opening up a, a second high school, um, you know, there's, there's a, a temptation to begin to divide in this community. Um, can, you know, you two as businesses who, are, you know, one of you is very close to Waukee High School, one of you is very clo close to Waukee Northwest, you know, what does it look like for you two as, as business people to send a message to the community that says, um, yeah, we're growing and, and expanding um, and it's, it's tempting to be uh, competitors, but what if instead we opted into being collaborators? And so, you know, they did a collaboration project together, um, which then benefited the foundation, um, but more so than the check that came to the foundation, what I was most excited about was having, um, you know, the local business community in on the conversation that says, um, we choose collaboration over competition. So a lot of our work is, is also just in the community saying, this is who we are, we are one district, we are one foundation, we are four communities. Um, what does it look like for everybody to, to win, which takes all of us pitching in? My last question is one of my favorites to talk about. I think the, the easy answer is, is hopes and dreams. The answer might be just yes. Like there are, <laughs> there are lots of them. All of the hopes and dreams. <laughs> where, where do you hope the foundation is five, ten years from here? Yeah, I love this question. So, you know, my vision for the foundation, and, and I, let, let me say that differently, our vision for the foundation, you know, myself, um, Heidi, my colleague, and then our, our board of directors, um, our vision is that we become the go-to nonprofit in the district. And what that means is um, whether you have a resource, so that could be time, it could be money, it could be an in-kind resource, whatever the resource is, um, if you have a resource, we, we want to be the one people think of. And then on the flip side of that is if there's a need or an opportunity or a challenge or a big idea or, or a fun risk um, you know, that, that we can take in the district to take our district to um, another level, um, we want to be the ones people go to and say, you know, and say hey, we've got this big idea, we've got this need, or we've got this challenge, can you help us? And so uh, what I mean when I say we want to be the go-to nonprofit in the district is if you have a, a need or an opportunity or if you have a resource, we want to be the ones you think of because ultimately what the foundation has the potential of becoming is the primary networker in, uh, you know, across the community on behalf of the district, on behalf of the, the 12,000 students, on behalf of the 1,800 employees. And if we can become a network that allows this community to, um, uh, to function at such a high level where every need is met, every idea has the opportunity to be, to be tried, um, every opportunity has, has um, uh, the ability to be lived out, um, we want to be the one people think of that says, uh, you know, I've got this thing and I'm gonna connect with the foundation because the foundation is the one that can make stuff happen on behalf of kids and teachers. I love it. Um, it's funny, you mentioned Heidi, and I enjoy working with Heidi a lot, and it's, it's great working with both of you. I think um, when you say you can make it happen, like both of you just make it happen. Yeah. And that's one of my favorite <laughs> parts uh, of working with the both of you. I, so, and I, either board, I don't work with them as, as much, but every time I've had to interact with them, they've been kind of that, that yes, like, okay, I'm here, I'll be at the meeting, and then I have ideas of how I can help. So yeah. uh, a credit to all of you um, and a shout out with you. If you're watching this podcast, you've got to the podcast from Facebook and Twitter, we will link uh, the foundation social media channels to it. How else can people connect with you and the foundation, Adrian? Yeah, so probably the best way is just to send me an email um, or, you know, text me or call me. Um, you know, we, we don't have a fixed office, um, it, probably because I'm in a different building on any given day. Um, but, you know, reaching out to us via social media, our website, um, email, 
Um, I'm happy to, to publish my cell phone number as well. Um, you know, I am a big believer that change happens when people are accessible. And um, uh, you know, the only way to live that out is to be accessible. So if that means that you call my cell phone or, or text my cell phone, I want that to happen um, because um, that's the way we get stuff done is, is humans connect. And so um, I, I say that to say there are a whole lot of formal ways to you know, reach out to us via the website, but um, I am very much as human as you are and, and what I value the most is, is the opportunity to connect. So um, call, text, email, website, social media, um, or let's go grab a coffee or tea and uh, connect. I feel like I, I do have a, probably the, the example of everything that you've just talked about. I just I just came to you, or we just came to you with an idea about a surprise coming potentially as we kick off the school year. And, and your first answer was, yeah, let me figure it out. Like, that's awesome. So uh, thank you in advance for the surprise. We're not going to share the surprise here. It's not the time, but it's going to be a really <laughs> cool surprise uh, being supported by the foundation. So we're yeah. really excited. Thank you. Hey, if I can just add one more yes, thing since, since you brought yeah. up the board, I do have to give a shout out to my board of directors. Um, I won't name them all by name. You can look them up on our, on our website. But, um, you know, from the day I have started, they have trusted um, myself and, and Heidi um, to just do big things on behalf of people in the district. And, um, you know, just as, as the district comes to me with big ideas and, and my response is, yes, I'll figure it out, every time I've gone to the board of directors and, and said, hey, you know, we've got an opportunity to do something really powerful, um, their response is, yes, like, I'll, I'll, well, let's figure it out. And so I'm uh, just super thankful to the board of directors, to our volunteers, to our committee members. Um, I would not be able to do this job and, and have the hopes and dreams for the foundation like I do if I wasn't surrounded by people who were also willing to say, yes, let's figure it out. We appreciate everyone joining us on the Talk the Walk podcast. Thank you to our featured guest, Adrian Tao, the executive director of the Waukee Community Schools Foundation. Thank you to our presenting sponsor, Unity Point Health Des Moines. And we're back with another episode of Talk the Walk in just a few weeks. Thanks for listening to Talk the Walk, the official podcast of the Waukee Community School District, presented by Unity Point Health Des Moines.